taking up the sword of Christian theology and the shield of apologetics while taking truth into the arena of ideas. You are listening to the Bellator Christie Podcast, brought to you by BellatorChristie.com. Now join your hosts, Brian Chilton and Curtis Evelo, as we enter into the arena of ideas. Coming to you from Ronan, Montana and Pilot Mountain, North Carolina, and we want to bring to you the Word of the Lord as we begin our podcast today. And this one comes from Psalm 150, verse 6, Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. This is the Word of God. Thanks be to God. Taking up the sword of Christian theology and the shield of Christian apologetics while taking the truth into the arena of ideas. This is the Bellator Christie Podcast. My name is Curtis Evelo and I'm joined by Brian Chilton as we answer your most pressing apologetic and theological questions of the day. Well, hello everyone. We've been praying for you. We prayed that last podcast uh, helped bless you and uh, help make uh, help you make a decision on whether you're going to pursue uh, further education, higher education. Um, it was definitely a journey listening to Brian's story, and we all enjoyed it. We we had a good time talking about it. Well, let's go ahead and welcome on Brian. We got a guest speaker today, so let's go ahead and welcome on Brian. Hello, Brian. Hey, Curtis. Good. I hope you're doing well over in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going good. Yep. And we've had a couple of uh, decent rain showers over the ranch, and so that's been pretty good. That's been pretty decent for us. So, Well, I know that's uh, an answer so prayer. I'll... We were talking about that last week. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, you text me, and, and uh, sure enough, I sent a picture, and there was rain out there on the front porch. So <laughs> it was good. So anyway, uh, we got uh, a, a guest here today. You want to go ahead and uh, introduce him? Yeah, absolutely, Curtis. I have to be honest, I kind of feel like uh, that Sesame Street program, which one of these is not like the other, because we have two really good musicians, and I'll let you know, I am not the one (laughs) who is the musician. So we have with us uh, Kevin Harris. Uh, Kevin is a a radio DJ. He's a musician Uh, in the apologetics world. He's also known as the co-host of the Reasonable Faith Podcast with Dr. William Lane Craig. So Kevin, Mm -hmm. let's just go ahead and jump into this. Welcome to the Bellator Christie Podcast. Thank you. I am so glad to be here and hang out with you guys. Thanks for having me. And another thing I'm envious It'll be fun. Another thing I'm envious about is I have this country accent, and Kevin has this professional-sounding voice, I'm just telling you. Oh, well, believe me, I, you know, I'm from East Texas, and so I had to, I had to get rid of it, you know, because uh, even hicks don't want to sound like a hick on the radio. So. Uh, you, had to, you had to tone you know, it down a notch, did you? Yeah, hicks go, I sound like a hick. Well, you know, but... So so anyway, and uh, and I lived in Cincinnati for five years too, and oh, that's a mix. So I had to really watch it there because you know they uh, thought I thought I was from Kentucky, you know. But uh, so it's so funny because even there they said, "Boy, you sound Southern," you know. So I, I guess it does come through from time to time, but uh, I do appreciate it, and you guys sound great. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, it's good stuff, yeah. Kevin, as we often ask our, ask our first-time guests on the podcast, uh, can you tell us a little bit about how you came to know the Lord? You know, it's such a blessing. It's just a big-time throwdown blessing to be raised in a Christian home. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people have some really sensational uh, testimonies, 
Paul, the apostle, had a pretty sensational testimony, you know. <laughs> yeah. Mine yeah. was, uh, uh, I had the opportunity to be raised in church. And so um, the process there was, uh, after I, I received Christ when I was seven, and I believe I was old enough uh, to, to know what I was doing, but uh, I made it mine when I was 12 and 13. I started mm. to... Uh, really dig down, drill down on what it means for Jesus to be Lord. He's not just the Savior, and so I had to, I had to own that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, but thankfully, uh, I, I've been blessed to to have been raised in church, and I've tried to do the same thing, you know, with my kids as well. You know, get them, mm-hmm. get them in, get them under the Word. And uh, so I was seven years old when I I came to know God. Oh, that's awesome. Amen. So you're the producer of the Reasonable Faith podcast with Dr. William Lane Craig. Uh, what are some of your favorite moments with Dr. Craig on the podcast? Man, you know, um, um, there are so many. It's, it's been 11 years, and um, 11 or 12 years, I think, or, you know, uh, that we've been doing this. And getting together in, in, in some capacity or another. Some of the favorite moments are when he and I go to lunch, <laughs> you know, and just the just the two of us and um, when we're not recording. Uh, and, and let me just say, and, and your suspicions are right. Dr. Craig is the real deal. He's the <laughs> genuine article, okay? Despite the scandals that you've been hearing about, you know, for a long time, uh, I'm just here to tell you, that um, he is who he, who he says he is, and he lives it, you know. Mm. Uh, he and Jan both, they have an exemplary marriage. Amen. Um, they, they are models. And he is genuinely, compassionately concerned for others and that others come to know the Lord. Mm. Uh, he doesn't want to humiliate anyone. He's humble. He's got a great spirit. But he's firm, you know, very firm on um, on Christian theism and the Christian worldview. Um, as you've seen his debates and so forth, he uh, is is very rigorous, but he's he's also very he's very loving. Uh, for him to be personally attacked as much as he has is just inexcusable. You know. Um, uh, because he really is, uh, um, he, he's a great guy. He's a kind man. Um, I think one of a, the, the, our favorite podcast was talking about him and Jan, mm-hmm. and the two of us get really emotional. Um, I think the name of the podcast is Dr. Craig's Secret Weapon, oh, if you ever get a chance to one. hear that. Uh, and we both got emotional because he... Uh, his wife, Jen, she is, she's helped him get organized. She supports him. She is so selfless in her giving to him and to others. And she sees that, um, for whatever reason, God has given this man a major significant platform and that's got to be handled with care mm-hmm. and prayer, mm-hmm. you know, and I, so she really comes along to to protect him and to support him and keep him and keep keep him going um 
when we started talking about that, you hear the two of us get emotional at the end, and I just kind of let it, I let it go. I usually, mm-hmm. uh, I might edit some things out. Uh, we we like to keep things sophisticated, but we 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 pretty much broke down and got real. Then um, probably another real popular podcast. I lost my 18 year old son in 2015. A lot of people who listen to the podcast know that uh, about the death of Tanner uh, and what it's like, uh, you know, as a parent to lose a child, which is something none of us want to do. But um, Mm -hmm. we decided um, after a few months to talk about it in a podcast. And so we reversed the role and Dr. Craig interviewed Mm -hmm. just on – on the whole thing, everything that happened. And I just spilled my guts, you know. Um, and he said, do you have any guilt because you let your son have that, um, that rocket of, you know, that, that motorcycle? Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a fast bike. And I said, yes, yeah. I didn't want him to have it. And he had agreed, uh, yeah, Dad, it, it is too fast. This thing is... Um, uh, is is dangerous because uh, it's so fast and he agreed to sell it and to get a car you know but uh, I wish that had happened you know quicker mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not uh, uh, you know we've gotten letters from motorcycle riders from all over the world who said hey you know that's just that's kind of part of it you know we're all trying to be careful oh yeah I, I understand I'm not anti motorcycle right uh, right or, or anything like that. I'm I'm pro motorcycle, yeah, but uh, as careful as you are, I mean, uh, yeah. it is a real good way to get killed, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. But I I'm I'm not anti motorcycle. Uh, Tanner was not reckless. He studied safely uh, safety. He mm-hmm. he watched videos. He talked to friends. He was extremely careful, but. It still, it still occurred, and it still mm-hmm. still happened. Mm-hmm. I may be taking kind of a uh, taking us far afield right now, uh-huh. but yeah. uh, I, I'll, I'll I'll say this to everyone: If God can get you through the death of a child, He can get you through anything. And mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you that He will, and He does. Mm-hmm. And people say. Kevin, I'm so sorry. I, I can't um, even imagine uh, losing a child. And I stopped them usually and said, no, I don't want you to imagine it. You don't, want, you don't need to be imagining it. Do you want to, you know, you'll mess up your digestive system imagining things. Mm. Uh, you don't need to imagine it. So, just, but you need to trust God in the event that something like that happens. And if it does, I promise you, God will get you through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I, I, say, I say to people all the time, don't, don't imagine it. Because in that imagination, you're not accounting for all these really cool grace of God things that come in. God's grace just comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it comes when you need it, mm-hmm. when you're really, when my wife and I were on the garage floor a couple of days after it happened, just not even able to get up. 
and we just went into the sobbing, uh, suddenly you feel something bubble up in you, mm. a strength, mm. you know. Suddenly someone will say something. Suddenly something will come to memory. Mm -hmm. Suddenly just a, uh, a sustaining, well, feeling uh, can, can come and sustain you. And I try not to describe it because I don't want to go down the road of saying, this is what it's supposed to feel like because right. it may not feel that way for you. God's oh, grace yeah. really tailored to you. And so you, so I'm not going to set up the, here's what you're going to feel. Here's the sensation. Here's what God's going to do. Oh man. It's, you know, it's custom. His grace is custom made for you in your situation in what's going on. And so, um, uh, that's, that's as far as I try to go. I'm just telling you that, that God will sustain it. And it's amazing. I have met with other bereaved parents. Uh, it's hard. It's hard on the body. Uh, it, it's, you can have post-traumatic stress. You can have uh, a lot of things going on. You really have to take care of yourself. Um, but a lot of bereaved parents have said the same thing that when, when you start talking to other parents, they avoid you sometimes because, <laughs> yeah. because this is the weirdest thing. Uh, but it's just, I guess it's just a natural inclination. They think somehow that it's going to be contagious. Mm -hmm. That if they get around a parent that has this testimony, a parent that has lost a child, that somehow that's going to happen to them too. And they will literally stay away from you like you've got COVID or something. You know? That's a shame. And I'm just telling you, that's not accurate. It's not ha happening. It's not like God is going to sit there and go, do you hear what this parent went through? Why don't we put you through that too? You know, yeah. I, you know, that's not the God we serve, you know? Right. Right. But if something like that happens, that or, or, or perhaps worse, God will get you through it. Mm. Um, did y'all want me to preach? <laughs> well, yeah. Kevin, I got a couple uh, of questions for you. This kind of yeah. on this topic. I, I think that what you're talking about is important because there may be, some individuals out there who have gone through something similar. So, yeah. so the first question I would ask is, has anyone uh, in like a bereavement offered like grief support to help you guys through, through this? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and, and Kelly and I have been a part of some bereaved parents and we have, um, some brief parent groups. We stay together uh, in social media, you know, and there's some that we, that we do talk to. There is a retreat that, that is once a year um, up in the Ozarks too, that mm -hmm. is for bereaved parents just to get together and get away mm -hmm. and things like that. So yeah, they do. And um, uh, we do have that support. And that's one of those graces mm -hmm. that, you know, you, you got, you're in this exclusive club and you get to know some people and, um, uh, it's, it's very powerful, you know, this deep roots of despair can grow into some real branches high up, deeper the root, higher the branches. Absolutely. You know? and, yeah. and Brian, what you wrote, I, I think it was, uh, the article that you guys have on your, um, 
on your website about God will never give you more than you can handle. Right. It's one of the most false Christian right. cliches Absolutely. out there. Right. It's a. It's not. It's not in the Bible. Uh, it's right. a weird synthesis. I think of. There's no temptation that uh, is that, that God won't get you out of, and His grace is sufficient. And it's kind of a false synthesis of those two verses. I don't know where it comes from, but yeah, I don't either. Let, let me just tell you, there are plenty of things that will happen to you that you can't handle. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. God. God can allow some things in your life that that you can't handle. But I'm telling right. you. The scripture does say that there's nothing that he won't walk with you through. That's the truth that needs to be remembered. His grace won't get you through. Exactly. So, so it'll be there. Yeah, it'll be there. And it it takes some work just like everything else. Um, And you don't have to lose a child to to experience, you know, heartache. That's right. Uh, Usually our trials are relative to where we are Mm -hmm. uh, in life. And so... Uh, boy, parents, man, the, you know, our kids can really put us to the ringer sometime. So. And, and I've got to ask us, this is kind of a chaplaincy question, <laughs> but, sure. but just to pay honor to your son, what, what's some of your favorite moments with, with your son? That kid was larger than life, never knew a stranger, but he was totally curious and interested in everything fast adrenaline again he wasn't reckless sure he was very safe but his one of, one of his big deals was he wanted to study meteorology oh, wow. uh, he wanted to be in air, in the air force uh perhaps he wanted to study maybe meteorology he wanted to be a storm chaser mm. and so he loved tornadoes and <laughs> severe <laughs> weather uh and motorcycles and guns and everything else that'll kill you, you know. <laughs> and uh, I accommodated that um, because being in radio, I've had to keep an eye on severe weather right. and warn the you know the public of it, uh, uh, you know, uh, for years and tornado warnings. And uh, I've gotten pretty good at meteorology. It rubbed off on him. He really was into it, and he, he took me out on several chases, and we ran into an F five tornado holy cow goodness which covered up the entire sky in arkansas one time and uh he's hanging out the window filming and i've got him by this his belt loop you know trying to pull him back in the car so uh uh there was some breathtaking moments and again we weren't reckless we knew to, to stay out of the way of the thing right. and we had radar and he he got really good at radar but that's that's one of my favorite moments when we uh, just thought we would see maybe a, a thunderstorm or two, <laughs> and ran into a uh, a, a massive fist of a tornado. Mm. You know, that's crazy. So, so along with this this question here, you you know, as far as being the producer for the Reasonable Faith podcast, how has the COVID uh, basically shut down? Uh, affected you and and Dr. Craig being able to, uh, you know, be be uh, producing the podcast. Yeah, we, and that's that's happened. We have we're doing this what we're doing right now. We're yeah. we we have a program uh, that we'll use. We'll use Streamyard or there's a uh, 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 there's a, uh, a program for for from Mac called Ecam. We will use that. You know, from time mm. to time. And, um, 
Um, Dr. Craig didn't want to be anything uh, beyond anything that the Chinese are spying on us, you know, about. So we were, we were, you know, we were doing that. And I said, come on, uh, they need some good apologetics, you know. Bless his heart. You know, let's let them, I hope they're listening in, you know. Uh, but uh, the, I do miss getting to go and spend some time sure. with him at lunch and at dinner because we'll we'll take like two or three days and record 25 to 30 podcasts oh, it's wow. real grueling you know so um, you record 25 to 30 podcasts at one sitting when i would go out when you to would go his area yeah when i wow. go out to and we uh would use a studio uh there locally uh in, in the atlanta yeah. area and um and record there and so and he hasn't been able to do his defenders class either so, yeah. boy, I tell you, he's, right. he's really been cut off because the church uh, is just now starting to meet again. So he's started to, re- mm. you know, he, he had to record all the defenders. Uh, it's been good for him because he's writing his philosoph- um, philosophical uh, theology and uh, he, his systematic theology. He's writing the whole thing right now. Mm. It's oh, going to take him five years. He says that this COVID... Uh, the pandemic have, has given him more time to write, but um, um, so that that has affected us, and we're trying to learn all the platforms. And if you're over the age of thirty, it's kind of difficult to, yeah. to figure yeah. stuff. Th- I've got to yeah. get my kids to come in. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know do you about you, Kevin, but I think Curtis and I are in that field. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, well, good luck trying to figure this stuff out. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, uh, yeah. It was fun. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm anxious to get back. I don't know when we're going to get back face-to-face. Uh, and and it's, it's hard because I've got to come up with something like 40 topics. And he'll cut out about half of them and say, no, I don't want to do that. don't want to do that. Let's do this, 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 this. The way we've been doing it, uh, I've only got to come up with about five good solid topics that are going on and so that's my job i'll come up with what people are talking about well speaking yeah. of speaking of topics what are some of the most pressing theological issues uh, that, that you guys are being sent uh, like i know you guys have questions that you answer on reasonable faith uh, what are some of the more pressing yeah. theological issues you're, you're facing man um I, i'll just tell you that Dr. Craig is very disciplined, and so he tries to stay in his lane, mm. you know, which is going to be philosophy, theology, uh, mm. and so on. And yet people these days, because of the so much cultural upheaval, people want to hear from him on gender issues, uh, homosexuality and Christianity, um, and uh all of these current and politics and all of these things. And so I push bill to, to try to address some of these things because we'll get tons of questions in the area and he'll take a few of them. He'll try to offer uh, some things, but um, obviously people, you know, your average person, you're the layman, they're going to, they're going to want to, uh, discuss some of the the major cultural things that are going on, but guys like like us, you guys, me, and others that 
we love apologetics, philosophy, theology, and everything. Uh, boy, Molinism is just mm-hmm. what. Uh, yeah. Are, <laughs> and all the aspects of that are just. But that is so huge right now. Yeah. Kevin, you know, yeah. are you able to see so us on the camera? Question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're doing an applause. Here. Yeah. 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 So, uh, which I think is awesome because it's it's um, it's bringing a lot of people together and it's answering a lot of questions. And uh, yeah. I think it's bringing some issues it together is. really good. Mm-hmm. God's sovereignty, human freedom. And all the related issues, you know, bringing them right. together in a in a very compelling way. You know, and I right. think the podcast um, you guys just just put out. I think maybe it was the last week we were answering some questions on divine simplicity. I thought that was very well done. Yeah, um, and we we get a lot of questions on the attributes of God. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, there, I thought that. Um, Open theism and some of those things were were kind of kind of going away, but there's there's kind of a hangover from them now, and uh, just culturally, a lot of the progressive Christianity that you're hearing about right. a lot and seeing, and that's claiming a lot of victims, as I'll say, I think it's been influenced by that, you know. Sure. Um, uh, and uh, man, just let me tell you, I'm going to make my Calvinist friends mad. So if you're a Calvo, I love you. You know I do. Uh, we, we do about but, every week here on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. There, there has been, and I was in, I was living in Dallas when, when this young male Calvinism, and some of the hardcore Calvinism and neo Calvinism and everything hit. Like a tornado, you know, tornado, you know, touching down. And I was in Dallas, and it was all these 20-something and 30-something males who were just, I said, what is what is going on with this? And um, some of that, of, of course, made better disciples out of these guys as they right. studied and got interested in theology and were electrified by all the issues. Others we're going to see some hangovers just from that because yeah. I think that's starting to die down a little bit. And there's some depressing, obnoxious ad- uh, aspects of it. Again, yeah. my Calvinist friends are going to say, ah, you, yeah, you know, yeah. but I, I can't help but say it. Um, uh, for the, for the most part, we, we're all having a good time, you know, discussing that and we give each other a hard time over, Calvinism and Arminianism and Molinism and things like that. <laughs> but then there are others who are real, who get really upset. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so we, we've got to be charitable in this. Yeah. But uh, the, some of this evacuation, some of this deconstruction, you may want to ask me about it later uh, as one of the, uh, just, just some of my, you know, some of my opinion, just as an observer of this, some of this, uh, deconverting among Christians, deconstruction as they're calling it. Some of that is is kind of a hangover from a hardcore Calvinism, yeah. an out-of-balance Calvinism, you know, uh, and they they get discouraged and just say, well, you know, what's the use? Yeah. And, and so it's uh, some of the obnoxious, as I like to say, elements of it mm-hmm. could be um, – a reason that some of this is kind of bad, 
you know. Curtis, yeah. do you have a follow-up question before we hit the next one? Because that's a good kind of a segue into the next question. Well, I was, I was just going to... I was going to say, hey, do you have an in for us to get Dr. Flowers on? Because <laughs> I've been trying to get a hold of him because I want to get him on the podcast and talk to Man, him about some of that. He is He's, great. He, he is amazing. Yeah. He yeah. does things with such a good heart when he's doing he, but he's firm. He does. He does. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he's really, he's pretty good about, as I understand, I want to schedule him too. On, yeah. my, on my thing, uh, but that I just started, but which um, we will get to, I promise. Uh, yeah, uh, and uh, I, I just just write to him, and he, he'll schedule you. The, um, uh, we have we've all learned that this is a really good tool to be able to go on like this, Google Hangout, uh, mm-hmm. Streamyard, or whatever, and do this without having to get in the car and or on a plane and, and drive to a studio 500 right. miles away, you know? Right. So, yeah. So yeah, just get him. Uh, Michael Heiser is another guy that everybody wants on their podcast. Now. <laughs> well, we, we, we really, about oh my goodness. We were just talking <laughs> about him really part of the cool. podcast. Kevin, yeah. I think you must have some, uh, some of those Boy, uh, spy, spy videos. You must've been hearing this beforehand. <laughs> See. The Chinese, the Chinese, the Chinese. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. But anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll mention you guys to him as well. Uh, I've, I've been trying to get him on my, uh, new podcast, and um, uh, so uh, if you write to him, I think it'd be, you have him on. He's a good guy to have on. Yeah, good. So, Kevin, as a musician yourself, uh, what do you make? You know, we, you're talking about the deconstruction. Uh, what do you make of the current trend of Christian musicians either leaving the faith or, as in the case of Kevin Max, of, uh, formerly of DC Talk, deconstructing their faith? What, what do you make? It seems like there's a lot more Christian artists that seem to be going through this here lately. Yeah, I know. And it's probably... Uh, it, it, it's probably is not as bad as we think because whenever two or three yeah. or, you know, two, three or four of these, uh, of this happens, it looks like an epidemic, but mm-hmm. then there are hundreds of thousands or even millions who don't, who That's stay true. faithful mm-hmm. to the Lord and, and all that. But it can look like what is going, you know, what's going on here? What kind of epidemic is this? And, and Kevin Max is the, is the one that I haven't, uh, uh, he's on my list. I want to. I want to hear what he's saying and what's going on. You know, with that. Um, these guys. I'll, I'll just tell you. Uh, I've I've worked, interviewed, uh, the top Christian artist in the world. I worked at the number one Christian radio station in the oh. world, which oh. is in Dallas. You know, and so I I know these guys, mm-hmm. and ninety nine percent of them. Are devoted, the guys and gals, devoted, serious, talented, you know, the whole bit. But I'm telling you this, they are walking nerve endings. They are emotional. They're mm. creative. Uh, and they get a lot of touchy, feely theology that is, is shallow, sadly. Quite often, mm. the roots don't go very deep. It's all about that experience. It's about mm. evoking that experience. And as uh, 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 the sensations 
and trying to evoke this worship and so on. Um, you got to be grounded with that. There's nothing wrong with emotion. There's oh, nothing no. wrong with with that. And there's nothing wrong with um, uh, emotional, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously you want to watch out for this emotionalism and look mm-hmm. for the next high. You can never, it's like a drug. You can, you've got to, you've got to top that next time. And, um, uh, you haven't worshiped unless you ha- invoke this euphoric feeling, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of these guys have run into some life situations that that didn't fly. Yeah. Yeah. And it knocked them straight down. They, Needed a little deeper, better theology, I think. And so I'm glad you guys are doing what you're doing, <laughs> you know, with this, because there's a lot of fun to be had and a lot of music to be made, but have a good foundation on the rock. Right. Put your feet on the rock, you know. And that's what's going to get you through. <clears throat> What got me through the death of my child? I fell through all my favorite psalms. I was like I was falling off of a building, crashing through glass, mm. and, and it wouldn't hold me up. And all my all the platitudes and all the things that would that I would use to make me feel better, none of that worked. My fra- my favorite scriptures, uh, uh, I crashed right through them, and I landed right in front of that empty tomb. Mm. Mm. I landed right on that. St- on that two and a half, three ton stone. <laughs> wow. And the emotionalism doesn't went right out the window. You know, mm-hmm. first thing I wrote, um, first song that I wrote after my son died was stand on the heavy stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I just, I just fell and, and, you know, landed on that stone. So that's one thing. The other thing is, and I'm like, uh, I, I, to the almost to the person, virtually every single Christian artist that I've talked to that has a career or a ministry in contemporary Christian music or Southern gospel or whatever, those guys become very dissatisfied with the cottage industry surrounding the business of of Christian music. It's a huge business, huge industry. It's a huge platform uh, and the whole bit. But they, a lot of these guys feel like they want to be more mainstream Mm -hmm. and not just in the Christian ghetto and not just on Christian radio, but but they want to be, they want to have the opportunity to get out there Mm -hmm. and um, maybe do some mainstream songs and... uh, and express their faith through that. And you really can't do that in Christian music. Um, not, not much anyway, because the label, uh, the industry people in the studios, and the listeners themselves, it's a, it's a niche format. Mm. Um, they are uh, not very tolerant. They, they want to hear certain phrases... They want to hear, you know, you got to get the Lord's name in there somehow, you know. And uh, so they're listening for for these these phrases. And, and you can be go through a trial. It can't be too hard, but it can't be, you know, too easy. It's right, got to be just right. 
so there's a lot of criticism on that. It can build a lot of shallowness. And really, uh, uh, a lot of people are going to hate me for this too, but um, the the majority of people listening to contemporary Christian music are white females and a lot of minority females too, 25 to uh, 54. Hmm who are already saved and just want something safe to listen to because if they make a misstep, the ladies in their Bible study will be all over them. Now, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, to say that, but that's, um, that's who the audience is. It's these already saved, hmm. conservative, uh, very fundamentalist ladies who love the Lord and love their families and sincere, but their, their sensibilities are easily offended. And so if a Bob Dylan song comes on and he's singing oh. about the pain of humanity, they'll, you know, yeah. Hey, I, I'm not going to listen to that. You know, give me some Chris Tomlin. Well, okay. I understand that. I, 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 I totally understand you know, but there are a lot of guys who th- they want their faith to be a little more far-reaching. I'm that way yeah. too. I I play every place I, I can. I'll go in and I'll, I'll play some some Neil Young songs. You know, when I play, I'll play some some good Eagles. You know, and some Paul oh, Simon. You take some it to the limit, huh? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, because. I don't want to, uh, b- because it would be inappropriate for me to get to sing a, some some heavily laden theological songs. It would make people uncomfortable, be un, un um, and, you know, counterproductive. Yet it is an opportunity, maybe for me to let my faith kind of come through. Sure, in right. a situation like that. And so, so Christian musicians, I mean, the the most even the most popular ones in the world. They they kind of get that they they want to be able to do that too. They would like to get a hit on the ra- on mainstream mm-hmm. radio. They would like to uh, express their faith uh, in in not such a little box of of terms and fr- right. and the same cliches phrases over and over and over and over. And, and at the same time, there's some musicians who really feel called to a body ministry. Mm-hmm. That is, they're there for the church and to minister to the church and in worship and things like that. Not a thing in the world wrong with oh, that, sure. you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's room so, for everyone at the table. Yeah, that's right. And so find out where you are and kind of where you need to be. It's a mm. Romans 14 thing, mm. you know. You uh, meat eaters don't nag the vegetarians. You <laughs> vegetarians don't nag the meat eaters. Hey, wait know. a minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, C- C- Curtis is a cattle rancher now, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I, I, I really am. Um, boy. <laughs> so, so there are some gray areas that you need to make up your own mind about, you know. Yeah. There's nothing. There's not a Romans 14 yeah. is very freeing. <clears throat> Keep other Christians off your back. But it's also will cause you to have to step up and have responsibility. Right. That exactly. There you, know? you go. So, yeah. Boy, that's one of the most challenging chapters in the Bible. It's a cheesecake chapter. Yeah. All these delicious yeah. ingredients in that thing. You or, know? or if you look yeah, on the so. counter, you can see my cheese head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, funny stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I hope I mean, that answers like, your question. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, yeah. 
so you're you know like um i guess some of the more recent songs that have come out um seem to be coming like almost full circle back around to almost the uh, old school gospel or old school kind of a sound to it but then you got writers like and and, and artists like uh, Crowder who's got a song out called Prove It um in mm. that and that song um it it could almost blend over like what you're saying into just normal yep. radio um yep. it's it's really unique to hear this uh, kind of coming back around yeah that is good and um you know we the, the pendulum kind of swings back and forth from mm. time to time a lot of Christian artists will tell you this. They'll say, "We we want the freedom to be able to write, but you don't you don't have to. Uh, it's not good songwriting if you have to kind of force An the idea. Lord's name in it mm, or yeah. force the theology. Mm-hmm. But if you're recording on a Christian label, you're going to have to do that. I mean, they're right. going to say, "Give me a." Give, put a little psalm in there or something with the Lord's name. You know, yeah, but this is just a love song. I mean, Song of Solomon, isn't that okay? Uh, but no, you, you've got to get that little phrase in there. So, uh, no, he says. So, yeah. So, so I mean, you, you'll start sounding like pro- propaganda. Yeah. Now, if it flows out of there and the faith, let the faith come through naturally, yeah. you know, through that. And, and, Boy, in the 70s, I'm a product of the Jesus movement, probably a little older than you guys, but I was, I was real young when that hit. And a lot of what you see today is, uh, this is funny, I'll be quick with this, but uh, contemporary Christian music came out of this huge youth movement that swept all the hippies right. out in California and just swept yeah. the country and and all these long-haired uh, hippies that that all been to Woodstock started coming to the Lord. It was a legitimate move, mm. you know. Contemporary Christian music started happening out of that. Their main thing was that they wanted to express their faith through relevant music, the music of, that they loved and that their peers loved, and that kind of became more of a of a church or a body ministry thing, but. It started out as we want to we want to reach the streets. We want to go into the streets with this, and the, the the I remember in the seventies we were all saying we want church to be more relevant. Church is like the fifties; it's boring, you know. The music is boring. One, two, three, take up the offering, you know. Boring sermon and all that. And we and 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 that really revolutionized the church and made the church more relevant, mm-hmm. and started having a little more production, more instrumentation. We, you know, they, the best thing that they ever did for me when I was a kid in the seventies was let me bring my guitar to church, mm-hmm. you know, because there were a lot of churches that would not let you. And mm-hmm. so, um, now you see, you know, more spotlights and strobe lights and fog machines <laughs> and things like that. <laughs> and, but, but look at the, but, but now look, there's kind of a pendulum because we're never satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. We're all restless. And I hear young people today saying, you know, we need to get rid of all those strobe lights and let's get back to the heart of worship. Let's get back to something a little more liturgical and high. I said, what are you talking about? We just worked for decades to get rid of all that boring stuff. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know? And so, uh, but my daughter is 19 and she said, you know, I just want, 
sometimes you get tired of all that, you know. And I go, yeah, but we worked really hard to, to get you a few spotlights up there, you know. Um, but I, I do understand. Yeah, that's um, good. The message stays the same, even though our sensibilities uh, and our, our our current state of the art stuff yeah. will change. And you know, we got to be flexible. That's, that's absolutely. Good. Yeah. Well, Kevin, as we're winding down on time, I, I, we would we would be a mess if we didn't mention your new ministry. So you have a brand new ministry called uh, Reason Rocks. So what's this ministry yeah. about? Thank you. I I, I just started this because. Um, Dr. Craig, um, uh, and you know, with his blessing and the whole bit, he's, he, he's cool with it. We, we deal with some heavy philosophy, heavy science, um, heavy theology with, with reasonable faith and, uh, which is good. And we want to uh, encourage the, the average person and the lay person through these podcasts and everything to to grow in their faith and to become more theologically and biblically sophisticated. Um, and yet I, I did find that um, some of the stuff that I keep bringing to, to Dr. Craig because people write to me or get on social media with me and say, why don't you guys talk about same-sex bathrooms and things like that, that really he, he tries just again, stay in his lane and don't want to get into that too much. Mm. Just tries to give a good basis so you can make a good uh, theologically solid decision on some of these these things that come and go in culture. Um, so there are a lot of those things right now. Um, and I thought that I would start a little podcast, a Patreon, a Patreon thing to to maybe deal with some of those things. And talk about them, and have some people on who can talk about them. Sure. Uh, I have learned that uh, uh, my education is always going to be limited. I'm I'm, I'm self taught. I try to read, I try to keep up, but there are some mm-hmm. some people out there who just, you know, like like you, Brian. You're 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 getting your, as I as I recall, uh, you know, you're working on your your dissertation. Yes, now you're going yeah. for the PhD. As as if I'm remembering that right. Yeah, that's great. Um, and uh, I haven't had really the opportunity. I've known about you know you for for quite some time, Brian. But I've never had an opportunity to to get you on you know a podcast or, or anything like that because it's just a little more limited. So I started this so that we can uh, promote one another's podcast and work, sure. mm-hmm. get to know each other, and to be accountable. Uh, the Robbie Zacharias thing has yeah. devastated a yeah. lot of people. Mm-hmm. We need accountability. We need fellowship. We all get tired of dealing with, uh, uh, with, with atheism and just skepticism and cynicism and nihilism mm-hmm. and horrible theology and um, um, all the above all the time. Yeah. That yeah. will wear you down even though you're Absolutely. on the front line. <clears throat> You, you need to go in that battle with the Ephesians 6 armor on, of course. But uh, uh, part of that is you gotta, you got to hang with the bros. <laughs> yeah. And, and so getting us together, uh, I want to be able to promote you guys, have you on. Sure. Deal with some of these issues. It's another way, I think, to get people to Dr. Craig, who may not have started listening to him. He's got a very important ministry yeah. 
Very much and so. so um, and where science is going and where um, uh, in, in, in scientism, scientism, which is a yeah. false view, mm-hmm. um, is so prevalent these days. You know, I, I want people to know about him. So that, I started that. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find a way to feed my family and and do this at the same time. And so right. um, uh, I, I do need to, to study. I need to read. I need to plan and, and do these things. Um, and so I'm hoping that maybe I, I can get a few supporters that will... Uh, if I have to go work somewhere in nine to five, it, it makes it very difficult to put the podcast together for Dr. Craig and my own Reason Rocks podcast and to be on with you guys and things like that. So right. I know we all, you know, have to be some tent makers, but maybe I'm, I'm hoping that that will grow a little bit. But even if it doesn't, um, I want to be able to promote um, you guys and, and others who are up and coming. Mm. And uh, and again, talk about some some issues that uh, that are coming up. You know, sure, we yeah. don't talk about UFOs very often <laughs> with Doctor Craig. But that's going to give topic. an overview. Man, I tell I you, know. I do think you had some type of spy video or something on us because we were talking about that thing before <laughs> <on> the podcast, <laughs> oh Doctor Michael Heiser <laughs> and the UFO situation. Because was it June twenty fifth? There's supposed to be a disclosure yeah. of uh, information. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And people are going out of their minds with it right now because oh, yeah, they're absolutely. saying that's that's the day the aliens are going to take over. And, <laughs> oh man, you know, uh, I mean, some good Christians are, are trying to get some eschatology in on it. Yeah. Well, that 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 may be, but uh, uh, it it is a huge topic, you know, right yeah. now. Just real briefly, we want to be cognizant of our time because we want to be respectful because I know you said you had a limited amount of time. But I just want to say, just give a shout out to William Lane Craig because it was God used him, uh, William Lane Craig, Lee Strobel, Josh McDowell, and uh, one of my professors uh, who, who I always going to cherish in my heart, Gary Habermas. Those four individuals God used in a tremendous way to bring me back to a strong faith whenever I had uh, I was I was uh, tinkering with agnosticism there uh, in the early 2000s, but uh, God used those four individuals uh, to be, bring me back to a strong faith. So I fully support yeah. the ministry of all four of those guys. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yep. Had some had some good uh, moments of of. Uh, listening to you know the defenders class and and some of that it's um there is so much information that comes through that microphone that it blows your mind and it's like some of it's even hard to just hang on to you got to go back and rethink it or or even just pause it and think about what was being said there and then and then continue on so yeah um what an amazing ministry that he's got going there that that uh um, he blesses a lot of people with that, and here's the thing: you don't have to be on the path for um, your intellectual scholarship or any of that to to listen to it or to oh, grasp sure. what's being said. And I think that's what's really unique about uh, Dr. Craig. I really appreciate some of the stuff that he's doing. Great, good deal. So, um, yeah. Uh, it's it's really good, and there, we've got some good topics, you know, that are, that are coming up. 
Um, mm-hmm. I have a lot of stories because I was in, uh, I've been in radio forever. I, I started in radio when I was 15 years old. Wow. Oh my I've goodness. To, I've been to some big markets since I've been backstage with all the, you know, the big stars. And so, uh, I wanted a place where I could kind of tell some of those stories, you know, as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, and maybe get some music involved. Uh, the thing is, is that it, if I start getting too many things, I, if I start bringing in gardening, you know, uh, oh my goodness, nobody's gonna find me. You know, you've got to kind of stay, <laughs> stay you know, in your lane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's what I'm trying so, to do. But so, where, uh, how, how do you, uh, where, where do you want to send people to to find you on this uh, on this new adventure? Um, where can we find you at? Reasonrocks.com, and I think that redirects into the. The Patreon page, Reason and Rocks. bear with me. I'm still trying to figure it out, but I've I've got a few interviews on there. I've got a story that's pretty compelling that you're going to want to listen to. I was supposed to, de- to debate Dan Barker, who Ooh. is probably one of the more popular atheist uh, spokespersons out there, and, and atheist popular popularizers. And a very strange thing happened four hours before he and I were to debate at the University of Texas at Arlington. And so wow. I've, got that, I've got that story on there. It's about 20 minutes long. Oh, and, wow. Um, mm. uh, so you can get on there and see that. And, you know, and, Kevin, one last And question. I want to have you guys on. So Absolutely, I'll, I'll, man. I'll schedule just as soon as I can. Sounds great. I want to ask you questions and, and see what's on your heart and see what you're seeing. <laughs> see what you're yeah. seeing. See what are people bringing up to you? What are yeah. some of the things that keep you awake at night? Sure. You know, that, yeah. you're, that you're thinking through and um, – um, uh, and, and, you know, Brian, how, how did it, um, um, uh, that agnosticism, uh, you know, how did God put the kibosh on that, uh, Absolutely. you know, mm-hmm. through, through these men. So the, it's good stuff. Yeah. So last question for you, Kevin. Um, and before we do this, you know, being in the music industry as you are, I, I want to give a shout out to some good friends of mine, uh, Nashville recording artist Crosby Lane. Uh, they actually gave us permission to use uh, the song Crucified. Uh, that's the theme song for the Bellator Christie podcast. Great group. All right. Just want to give a shout out to them. So do you have any words of encouragement for believers and for uh, future Christian artists who hope to make an impact? Yeah, and maybe even apologists. Um, we can say artists or apologists. Sure, Do, we don't need to be discouraged. Um, this is the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. and um, we can get up every day and say, "God, how can? How do you want to use me to participate here? How do you mm-hmm. want to use me to to spread your kingdom?" To, to grow your kingdom, you know, and in ways like uh, I'm taking my guitar down to the, the farmer's market and I'm going to be playing some songs this this Saturday and I'll be doing some original stuff and, you know, and, and, and just playing. And, and that's just one way that I can be out there where people are doing something good and supporting local growers, you know, and local economy. And and that's what the kingdom of God is, is all about. Mm. Um, and, um, despite, uh, you know, we could get into eschatology. A lot of people just have, are, are they're very pessimistic mm-hmm. and they think it's all going to hell in a handbasket, <laughs> you know, uh, but, and that it's supposed to, 
okay, but you know, all eschatology, all the all the models, rapture, pre-trib, post-trib, uh, the whole thing. Uh, we all all of those point to the coming king that's and right. we can be positive that's and, right and we 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 don't have to give up mm-hmm. and say you know what's the use oh man we got the greatest message in the world you know that's right and yeah. um and every once in a while god relents in history and, and we get a season of of really you know good stuff mm-hmm. and the and the gospel goes out and does what it's supposed to do and, that's good um so um i want to encourage you on that basis not not getting you think about well that's not my eschatology or or, or my theology or anything like that but just um think, your, no matter what model you hold that's going to be the end game the end game yeah. is the same, you know, that that we're going to have a new creation, new heaven, new earth. We're going to have, yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's going to be something brand new that God's going to do. So no matter what model you hold, it's going to get better. Right. Celebrate that and be creative and ask God to enhance your creativity. Mm-hmm. I want to see more Christians storming the darkness. I mean, well, I like yeah. to see more of us on, uh, I like to see Christian filmmakers producing stuff that gets on Netflix. Yeah, you can do that, and then get your let your faith show through. Amen. Otherwise, you're going to produce uh, maybe a good work, but nobody's going to see it. But a couple of youth groups, yeah, you know, and yeah. uh, then that'll be it. And you, yeah, you know. So, uh, and and there's and there's room for that. Again, there's body ministry, and then there's you know there's more mainstream things. And so I, I'm real big on uh, on being. Uh, I'm penetrating and being salt and light in the mainstream. Yeah. I'm, I'm real big on that. Not neglecting the body, but going out and being that salt and light and that sitting on the hill. So don't get discouraged and have a, a good, solid foundation. Don't just be a, a walking nerve ending, you mm. know, with emotions. Because the, the truth will set you free, and the truth is solid whether you feel it or not. And so... Uh, I want to encourage, um, uh, in particular, artists that way. You know, you know, Kevin. I, I want to say something. You, you mentioned something. You know, kind of. I've gone through some pretty serious things in life, not to the level and degree that you have in, in losing a son, um, but I found the very same thing that you said to be true. That when you have a deep rooted faith, that's what is going to bring you through the disappointments and the heartaches of life, uh, just, just that rock of our, of our salvation found in Christ. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a good friend of mine, uh, Jerry Bogatz. Uh, he's up in Virginia, uh, cohort of mine, colleague of mine. He said that uh, sometimes the, just the goodness of God, just knowing that God loves us and He's there for us, sometimes that's, mm-hmm. that'll so, get us through when nothing else will. Yeah. Yeah. Rule of thumb uh, for Christian artists and creatives you can become over emotional and not have a good solid foundation if you're not carefully and careful and you're just chasing that emotional high and that quiver in your liver. <laughs> Rule of thumb for apologist, it's easy to get burned out. Absolutely. Yeah. Apologist, it's easy to get burned out dealing with what you have to deal with every day, every day, every day, yeah. trying to be an instrument of God's peace. Right. So you need fellowship mm. and, uh, the covering of the local church 
and you know and, and your own tight working with the lord otherwise yeah you you you'll get fried real fast Amen. you know i've been through that mm. that's good kevin we certainly well, have enjoyed having you on the podcast and yeah, we'll turn it over to, good. to curtis I hope I didn't talk too much. No, man, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was good. We could go forever on this one. Thank you. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, Kevin Harris. Go check his page out and and, uh, sign on, and uh, we'll we'll be uh, definitely uh, keeping in touch and and talking back and forth with this. Once again, that was ReasonRocks.com, correct? ReasonRocks.com. And don't forget to check out Reasonable Faith as well. Right, right. So we here at Bellator Christie want to thank you for spending time together with us, and we value that time. Our prayer is that this podcast helps stretch your mind and is a place to strengthen your faith. We strive to create an atmosphere of discussion and is a reliable source of information. Join us next time on the Bellator Christie podcast. And until next time, Brian and I say, soldier on, friends. been listening to the Bellator Christie podcast brought to you by bellatorchristie.com. The opinions of our guests represent their own and may not reflect those of Bellator Christie Ministries or its affiliates. The Bellator Christie podcast and bellatorchristie.com are protected under Creative Commons copyright, all rights reserved. The opening theme is the song Crucified, written by John and Michaela Limanis, performed by Crosby Lane and produced by Mansion Entertainment. Be sure to visit our YouTube page at www.youtube.com forward slash Bellator Christie. Also, please consider leaving a positive review on the apps where this podcast is found. We thank you for joining us today and hope to see you back the next time that we step into the arena of ideas. Have you ever wondered about the Christian faith, but have become bogged down by difficult terminology? Are you a Christian and faced doubts and you didn't know where to turn? Maybe your faith has been challenged and you don't know how to respond. Or perhaps you desire to learn more about how to winsomely defend your faith, but you do not have the time nor the finances to enroll in seminary. If any of these situations describes you, then consider purchasing a copy of the Layman's Manual on Christian Apologetics. This book confronts the challenges facing the Christian faith, but does so in a way that is accessible to everyone. The Layman's Manual on Christian Apologetics is available in softcover, hardcover, on the Kindle, and Nook. Consider purchasing a copy of the Layman's Manual on Christian Apologetics from your favorite bookstore today. Do you have a question about the Bible, theology, or apologetics that you've always wanted to ask but never felt comfortable asking? If so, we want to encourage you to head over to bellatorchristie.com and submit your question on the Submit a Question link. Your question will be reviewed and may be featured on a future article or podcast. Remember, the only dumb question is the one unasked. So go over to bellatorchristie.com now and submit your question.